When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I've just been to feed Brian. Oh, Who? Brian. The Who's re- Brian? The rescue fish. I need. Oh. I decided to give him a name because it kind of felt a bit weird calling him fish. It's like someone going to me, hello, human. And it just felt a bit odd. So, yeah, I've called our rescue fish, Brian. Were the Speakmans were a married couple, life change therapists, TV therapists, and we've only gone and written another book too. And it's called Everyday Confidence. And actually talking about writing, how many mystery writers does it take to change a light bulb either? I have no idea. It takes two. One to screw it in most of the way and another one to give it that surprise twist at the end. (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, If you're here with us today, it's probably because you know that we help people deal not just with confidence issues, but lots of other things too, from relationships and eating habits to OCD and PTSD. It's always helpful hearing what others have overcome. And in this series, we're inviting some of our favourite people into our cosy therapy room to share their stories with you so that you can learn to make the changes you want in your life. Yes, it's that time of the week when you can settle down with a cuppa because this is Making the Change. Isn't he amazing? I mean, he must have been out of water for at least 10 minutes. If not longer, yeah. but he's uh, he's incredible. Pretty amazing. I yes. mean, literally, Hunter, like, mum, mum, you know, there's a there's a fish on the floor and he's brought a fish in. I mean, first of all, miracle number one, 19-year-old cat who was told about four months ago that he literally had weeks to live and he's like nowhere near ready to he's go. He's out fishing. He's out fishing. Without a rod. <laughs> yes. And then, and then he brings this massive, and I mean massive fishing out of the pond. But that poor fish, I mean, that was it. I'm like, it's a goner. He, he looked like he had a punctured eye. He had a massive yeah. chunk missing out of his side. He lost a big part of his tail. His top fin had gone. And and then I thought, this is it. We're done. I was ready to just like, you know, put him down the uh, ceremonial toilet. And I just went mm. running for a salad bowl. We shoved him in my salad bowl until Hunter prepared um, a bit of a, an ICU for the fish. He's lovely. Always up. He's swimming around. He's just ace. But it just shows you, doesn't it, that, you know, there he was living in a pond with loads of other fish and how a setback actually can can move you forward because that setback now, he's got plush accommodation living in his own, you know, his own bachelor tank. pad. Yeah. He's got his own accommodation that gets hand fed by me twice a day. I talk to him. And we will let him go out of the pond eventually. But, you know, that was a massive setback. And he's learned now to keep away from cats. If you see Arnie, keep the hell away from him. It's just like my bow and arrow analogy. Because if you think about an arrow can travel 
such a distance but when you put it in the bowl, you've got to pull it back first. It's true. But then again, I suppose that setbacks are like, like if you think of setbacks as resistance. So what I mean by that is like if yeah. you go into the gym. Of course. You, you could, use resistance to build you your muscles. If you, if you just use a low weight and you didn't have something to resist against, then you wouldn't actually, nothing would change, would it? The only thing I can never resist is you, obviously. Oh, you're such a schmoozy smile. I suppose what setbacks do is... They make us step out of our comfort zone, sometimes make us feel like they're pushing us into a corner. But then what they make us do is they make us take a new direction, don't they? And sometimes these setbacks can seem like colossal, like, oh, my God, where am I going to go with this? How am I going to get myself out of this? How am I ever going to survive this? And yet resistance is most definitely growth and setbacks are growth. Because I tell you one thing that really springs to mind for me when I think about setbacks and you'll probably remember this as I start to tell you. So I'm going back Go a few on, years don't make now. Me tell me. Uh, and we were doing a workshop. I remember it vividly. We were, do- we were doing a workshop. It was in Manchester. Before we worked to go on stage and start this whole day of presentation, our... Uh, computer went down everything went down i can't remember what the problem was the computer was. went down the sound went down everything everything like everything so our full slideshow that we have to sort of help alongside our workshop and, and in a way that slideshow became our comfort blanket because we could kind of use that as a prompt it was something that we could divert attention but, but from. any speaker does uh, yeah and we do however on that particular day and i remember it we had a room full of people and it was like right we've got to think on our feet and i remember we just went into next gear and then we completely changed our approach and instead of having a format we actually spoke to people in the audience and said okay what's your issue let's talk about that and if you remember it was absolutely incredible what amazed me more than anything is because we thought that we had this incredible format for a workshop which pe- which people loved and don't get me wrong they did but uh, a lady came up to me at the end of the day at the end of the day and she said this is the fourth workshop i've been to and can i tell you can i tell you that by far the best and and, and she had no idea that it had all gone wrong no no. Isn't it funny that, you know, you can you can be crumbling inside and it's all going wrong, but people, no yeah. one knows. Oh, I got a bit lives here. I'm just talking about, do you remember that time when all the technology went down and uh, we were in, in Manchester? Oh, my God, and, yeah. and, uh, How but, did you feel about it? If ever you would have told me at the beginning that was going to happen, oh, my God, I would have would just, just yeah. It's funny, died isn't it? It's funny, isn't it? Because I think what <laughs> we do amazing. is we imagine that it's all going to fall apart, but what we don't realise, we have a setback and we go, oh, my God, everything's going to fall apart and don't realise that a setback actually can take you to the next level and make you stronger as a person totally. and build your confidence because suddenly you've got this evidence, oh my God, I survived that and I, I can deal with it. But it also brings new opportunities with it. And I remember one setback of yours that always stands out in my mind when we think of setbacks because I remember the meltdown that came with that. It's what my logo massive, <laughs> massive meltdown, massive setback. Yeah. I mean, no, it was awful, yeah. so You were crying for, time, it, for yeah. it. For, I'm going to say for days, but it was for weeks. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, obviously I did my first year at Oxford, do my degree, and I had this big plan that I was going to do my three years then. It was going to be amazing. And just at the end of my first year, I just literally went into summer and uh, broke my leg and smashed up my foot and just 
messed it up really and um, at first I thought it was going to be a quick fix and it turned out that it was months and months of, of messing about and fixing it and physio and all that and eventually obviously it turned out that I couldn't go back and they told me I'd have to take a year out because they couldn't let me have the time off it was too much time um, and I remember just thinking that this is my Oxford dream over like you know what if I don't want to go back after a year out it's such a long amount of time what if... and a lot of people don't do they no and so many people said to me oh you definitely won't come back I can't tell you how many people said that to me and so how would thought... you say that setback moved you forward well, yeah, I remember just thinking at the time that this is it, you know, it's going to be awful. And by the time I went back, I think because I'd had that year out, it made me realise how important my degree was to me. And I went back with a fresh mind, a new head, and it was like, right, this is it now. I'm not letting anything stop me. And I went from sort of just, not, I wouldn't say coasting through, because I was still working hard, but I went to, I had such a goal then, because I knew I'd had that setback. It inspired me so much. To so just it motivated you? Yeah. Gave you an energy? Completely. And I think if it was, I can't say that definitely, but it's definitely one of the reasons that got it got me a first, you know, because I had such a new um And how did your professors, and, what did your professors... Yeah, well, I do, I do remember actually, we had this meeting at the end of my second year, so the first year I'd had back. Yeah. Uh, and my personal tutor uh, said to me um, in, in, in this meeting, I was with all these like big wigs and they were all sat around this, in this room and, uh, and one of them said to me, honestly, Olivia, if, if it hadn't been for you breaking your leg, I don't know where, where you know, if you'd be in the same place now. And uh, she joked and said, actually, I wish we could break all our students' legs if we come back like you. But it didn't go down to, and I think a lot of the other professors looked really, really annoyed that she said Getting that. social services she, she had quite a bit of sense of humour, but a lot of yeah, people yeah, didn't. Yeah, and I'm it, sure. didn't, it didn't go down too imagine. well oh, when she so said funny. that. But she laughed and I yeah, laughed. Yeah. So. And, but how do you feel looking back, knowing that actually the result was better than it could Massively. have been? Massively. Yeah, it, it seems crazy now. But obviously at the time I didn't know, but I wish I could go back and tell myself that you know, that actually would have turned out to be the best thing. Yeah, I, I wish that That people, made me stronger. Yeah, and I wish people would really appreciate that because I think so many people are frightened. You know, like, so a lot of things that stop us, most people have this massive fear of judgment. They have this massive fear, well, if I do that, it might go wrong and people might laugh at me or I'm going to make an idiot of myself or whatever. Or or things go wrong and then people go, that, that's it, what's the point? You know, it's all over, this was my plan, this is where I wanted to go in life. And then, and it's not happened. And I tell you who's a great example of that, and you'll know, and is our our lovely Carla. Oh, yeah, I know. we love Carla. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Carla, obviously we met her, what, 10, 12 years ago, she was... Yeah. Like, as you're like looked after you and Hunter when we were working out in LA as your like sort of nanny and I always recall because obviously Carla's family had come from El Salvador hadn't they uh, and they had loads of setbacks and I actually caught up with her yesterday and uh, well do you know what as me tell you the story I'll I'll let Carla explain. My first obstacle would definitely have to be moving to the United States. My mother once told me that she was sacrificing everything to move us to the land of opportunities. And once there, it was up to us to pursue our American dream. My second and most important obstacle will be my career. I started college in my 20s, took some prerequisite classes to enter the registered nurse program, then met someone, fell in love, and he promised me that if I helped him with his short career, then he would help me with mine after his was completed. His career was complete. He moved on, and then I saw myself single, with apartment bills and no career at all. I did not let that stop me though. Fast forward to 20 years, here I am as a 40-year-old woman still with the dream of becoming a registered nurse. So I needed to do something to prove myself that this is not it for me. I needed to go back to school and finish what I started. And now I am taking classes that would allow me a guaranteed spot into the registered nurse program next year. 
So the moral of the story is, it does not matter how hard you fall. What matter is how quickly you can get up. So first of all, hats off to a mum because a mum had a clear vision of what Incredible. she wanted for her Incredible. But what I, what I didn't know is that she'd helped her boyfriend mm. get his career sorted, and and then and then and then and then he dumped her. I know. I, I assume it. Yeah. But she never gave up on a dream, and and, and that's amazing because I, I don't know how old she was when when that happened. But it never. I mean, how many of us would go? Okay, so you know, I've I've been left with a massive debt. I've been left. You know, my, my boyfriend's left me. And you just sort of think, oh, well, you know, I can't do anything now because I can't financially support myself to do it. So that was like one setback. But then she, she, she meets her husband and then she gets married and she has two, two lovely boys. And even then, you know, you think, well, that's kind of a setback because then you've got this obligation to look after your children. And obviously mom. she's been yeah. bringing a salary in because of what she's already doing. Uh, and yet still, you know, once she kind of did what she needed to do, she's like, right, no. You know, now it, it's time for me, and and I, and she said, I, I think she said something or alludes to the fact that you know you, you about you know, she said it to us before about you've got to put yourself put yourself out there, and I know that we say that a lot, and sometimes people look at us and go, that's a bit selfish, but you've got to save yourself. You know, our line, you've got to save yourself before you save the world. You know, we are sort of told that it's selfish to put to put ourselves first. That you know that we should always think of others, and and yes, of course we should. However. When it comes to happiness and it comes to, to life, your life, you absolutely have to put yourself first because if you don't, then you're unhappy and then that kind of has a knock-on effect with the others around you. So I think it's very much, you know, you've got to save yourself before you can save the world. In so doing, it's actually the least selfish thing you can do because if you're happy then the people around you are happy and if you're happy then you can share your happiness but I do think that the, you know that, that we all need to just just for a moment sit back and think right okay what setbacks have I had in my life what setbacks have I had and how did I come through that because we kind of do that journey of transition of of getting ourselves back on our feet of growth of turning in a new direction and we lose sight of the fact that we did have a setback something did go wrong and yet it was us and us alone that brought ourselves back up yeah and i know that one one saying that i hear a lot is people saying oh you know i've hit rock bottom and and sometimes you know when people say that what pretty much all the time what they're saying is i'm at my lowest lowest ebb and i'd love everybody to realize that that lowest ebb is from where we start to build you know if you think of a, a beautiful building you know you can have the most incredible the most grand the tallest building but it all started with the foundation. We've been given another opportunity to kind of break ourselves apart and then decide how we want to rebuild ourselves. So I think when people come and see us and people sort of say, I'm facing this huge setback, this, I've had this massive problem, this massive, massive issue, something's happened and, and what would we suggest? I mean, for the first thing that I would always go is look, just look back through your life and look at all your achievements. Timeline. Yeah, look at all yeah. your achievements. Look at the things you've done. Create a wow list because do you know what? You've lost sight of the fact that you've had loads of setbacks in your life and you've managed to get through them. So I think to do a, a good list or to consider all the things that have happened in your life that have actually gone wrong but then gone so right or that you've survived or that I, you've I think, got through. I think one of the biggest things, and, and uh, you know, I, I would assume that most people can relate to this, is your first ever relationship breaking down 
mm. and, and being heartbroken and you think like your world's coming to an end. Uh, yeah, do you know what? That's such a good one. You've actually said something fairly good there, Nick. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because... Thanks for the validation. I'd like to know, I, I, you know, I'm pleased that you, you think I know what I'm talking about. Occasionally. But, but, it, but it is, isn't it? it? Is. It's just like, you know, you're in love for the first time. You've never had all these feelings that you've never experienced before and they're all incredible and amazing. And, and, and what you do, you, you don't realise that you attribute all these amazing feelings of being in a relationship to that person, right? So when the relationship breaks down, you think you'll never have those feelings again because you think it was because of that person. But actually, it's been in a relationship that's amazing, yeah. not one person. But then the reason that I was like, oh, my God, yes. Yes, go on, tell was me. Was because then what happens is that relationship breaks up and then some time down the line, you meet somebody else and then you look back at that, that person. Think, what? Yeah, what did I see in them? Realistically, if you've hit a setback, recall the things that you've actually managed to achieve, recall the things that you've yes. managed to do, recall the things that, that you've had setbacks with, but yeah, have come through the other end. I also think that actually trying to look at that from a third party perspective is really good as well, because it's amazing that when when we're emotionally involved in something, it's almost like we're stuck and we can only see it from one perspective. Yes. So either imagine that... It's your friend. Your friend comes to you with that very same problem. What advice would you give them? Or talk about it. Speak to somebody else about it. Speak to somebody That's always a good point, though, isn't it? Because whatever your problem is, right, write it down on a piece of paper and then just leave it for a moment. And then imagine that your friend has written a letter to you with their problem and you're looking at it as though it's your friend's problem. What advice would you give them? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that will allow you to see a different perspective. Ask for informed advice of somebody. And what I mean by that is... Be careful is, you ask, though, really. Well, this is exactly my yes. point. And, when I, and that's why I'm saying informed advice. Because, you know, if it's relationship advice, then don't be asking somebody who's in and out of relationships. You need to be asking somebody who's in a long-term relationship, you know, like maybe your parents, your grandparents. Well, well, in simple terms, whatever you want, you've got to find someone who's got that and ask them. Yeah. Right? Don't be asking someone else. Yeah. But also, another thing that I think we should consider is what do we want and not to not to ignore our gut. Because quite often what will happen is we know where we need to go with something and we get that instant, yes. this is what I need to do. And you've got your instinct. Absolutely. But then we try and talk ourselves out of it. Or then we keep asking people for advice until... Someone tells you what, what you want to hear. Exactly. Right? So you ask, so you, you, should I stay it, with it, him? Should I not? Everybody, no, no. And then you find one person that goes, yeah, well, I think it's not that yeah, And yeah. then it's like, boom, I'll There we go, that that's person. confirmation. I'll stay <laughs> yeah, with them, yeah. yeah. But you ignore the others. Yeah. But it's so true. We do do that. So it's not what you want. It's what your gut tells you. So don't underestimate the power of your gut. Also, make some goals, you know. So you might have one problem, but your whole life isn't about one problem. So make goals and have some tasks to start to give you new direction. I mean, it depends on what the situation is and what the setback is. But the best thing to do, as I said, rock bottom, now's your time to start building. So so start being the architect for your life. Decide, okay, this is where I'm at now. So if the world was perfect, if I if money was no object, if intellect was no object, if, if I could have anything, do anything, be anything, achieve anything, what would that be? Ask yourself that question first. Ignore any little voices that are in the back of your mind going, oh, but you can't, but you can't afford it, but you're not clever enough. Ignore those for a moment. Just imagine that anything were possible. 
what would you want to achieve in your life? What would you want to do? Where would you want to go? And having those goals and writing those down starts to give you a new perspective and a new direction. And let's not lose sight of the fact that something that can seem so daunting today, just by making one step, one small step will feel less daunting tomorrow. I think quite often we set goals for ourselves and visions And we almost talk ourselves out of them because they just seem so huge. So I think the thing you've got to do is forget, know your goal, but then forget that whole journey. Don't worry about that. Just worry about that one first step and then the next step will follow. So don't make it, don't blow it out of proportion. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Do you know, it's always good looking at successful people and reading their autobiographies because you never know. Uh, you can look at anyone who's successful and think, well, they're amazing, you know, look at them. But everyone in life has had major setbacks. They Everybody. Have, they have. And, Everybody. And, and somebody that we know personally, somebody that always makes us smile. Yes, we and do. And probably one of the most real and incredible and inspirational people. Genuinely, most sort of an amazing, amazing lady. I love how real she is because she posts pictures on Instagram looking sensationally gorgeous like she is. And then she'll post a picture uh, where she's just walking up and you've got a massive contrast. Great message. And that obviously is our dear, dear friend, Vicky Patterson. Hiya, Vicky. Hi, guys. Do you know, honestly, I, I lost you a little bit halfway through that with the signal, but I'm so pleased I did because I think if I'd heard it all, I don't think I'd be able to get my head out the door. You are so nice. Oh, it's so <laughs> lovely to have you with Great us to on see our you. podcast. 
Thank you so much. Great to see you as always, looking glamorous as ever. Oh, bless you. Do you know what? We're talking today about um, about setbacks and how they move the- us forward. And I just think that you are somebody that is just truly inspirational in that department. I always remember the first time we ever met you, Vicky, and uh, we'd never met you Who'd before. Who'd ever forget that? I Let's know. be honest. Come and, on. and you came in and you were kind of like, really could do without Face us Face like today. thunder. Yeah. Who, were the, who were you two? <laughs> she wasn't who that are bad. You? She wasn't yeah. that bad. But you came in and you were, you were pretty cranky. We will, we'll say crabby. Oh, God. So I um, was a bang in the middle of a book tour, and I love to say that if it, as if it in some way excuses the behaviour. It doesn't. I was really tired. I was really overworked. And I didn't see why I, I didn't understand why I was coming to see you. And the agents had made the appointment knowing very well that it was going to be a good idea, um, given like my mental state and what I was about to do, which was the jungle and stuff. Um, and I was just against it. I was really ignorant, thought I didn't need to go, would have rather been in bed. And yeah, I turned up at your house with me little did I bring me blankets no you, take, you, no, you asked for one you actually yeah. came in you sat down and you went do you have a blanket and I was like well in 20 years I don't think I've ever been asked if we've got a blanket so you went so I said yes and I went and got you a blanket and you went listen I'll have a little kit you go and do whatever you need to do how long just give us a give us a shout when the session's done and I remember saying, look, let's just have a little chat first. And that was it. We started talking and we just didn't stop, did we, for the whole time that you were with us? No, we, but we've never stopped. Like, I, that moment was so pivotal in my life. And I credit meeting you guys and working with you as, like, with so much of, like, my success and the person I'm becoming. Like, without you, I know I wouldn't be the lady I'm turning into. So I'm grateful to my agents for making that appointment and, and caring about us when I didn't even care about myself. But I'm also just so grateful to you guys for, like, putting up with that very surly first impression. <laughs> because... I'm not as I'm not that cow, really. I just no, you are not, and I, I, and I know that it was just because, like you said, you didn't really get why you were with us. But I know what we actually helped you to do was we kind of had a little see bit you. of a see yourself for yeah, the first time. I think that you you'd had a lot of things going on in your life, and I think you'd not allowed yourself to realise just how incredible that you are. And I think you'd had a lot of you'd had had a lot of setbacks. Truth be told, you had in career, in love, and I think you just lost sight of of the person that was underneath it all. And you had gone down this path through that TV show, Geordie Shore, which was great for you at the time, but you you, you started taking on this persona that wasn't you. And then and then you feel like, how can, I, how can I get rid of this? How can I shake it off and be something else? And I think the other thing, and this is what I totally love about you, Vicky, is that... Yeah realistically you were in Geordie Shaw and that almost created this persona and people didn't really know the real you off you went into the jungle and we all saw Vicky Patterson was born this beautiful girl that we that we met on our sofa uh, wrapped up in a blanket and um and and then the whole the whole country got to see and and I remember us sitting watching and just being so proud because you were just so real, you were just the real person, and just so you, and and obviously the whole nation fell in love with you, and and then and that's why you won because you're a winner. You yeah, you are. Yes, and it's kind of just gone from strength to strength to strength, and and it's funny because we were talking about 
about relationships and things as well and how sometimes we'll be in a relationship and we believe that this is the person we want to be with and then when that falls apart we just can't imagine ever being able to move on and then suddenly a ray of sunshine comes along and you go thank the lord that that fell apart (laughs) oh no absolutely like it's dead cliched isn't it but when you're in the thick of it like whether it's heartbreak or grief or loss or anything like you can't see the wood for the trees like you just think you'll never like will never be sunlight on your face again and you'll never be happy and you'll never be loved it's honestly it consumes you to a certain extent and everybody says like you'll look back on this and you'll be so grateful this happened you everyone says it and you think what do you know like you're so adamant that you are the only person that's ever experienced pain and heartache like it no one can understand but honestly like here i sit like nearly three years after having me heart broke and being six months to me wedding fella goes off cheats on us whatever and I'm the happiest I've ever been and every single person who said that to us who I was scornful towards or like you know didn't listen to like I just wish I could give them a hug and say sorry because it's true and it is so true and I, I wouldn't be able to have set boundaries and found a lovely man like Erkan and like know my own worth if he hadn't done what he'd done, if that thing hadn't happened. Absolutely. That crap is like the manure that nourishes us to help us to grow, isn't it? And it stinks at the time. It really does. But then... That's that's a new analogy for you, that. I like the analogy of of using all the bricks that you got thrown at you to build foundations for your future. Yeah, yeah, and that. That's a nice one. But but looking back, if you if you were to now look back and go, would I go through all that again to be able to get the love of my life and soulmate? Then you'd go, yeah, you know, you, you would do it again. And in part, like you say, what's really interesting I, is that it gives you knowledge. You then realise your worth. You realise what you didn't appreciation. want. Appreciation. There's like so. There's a saying. I'm probably going to get it wrong, right? Because <laughs> it's not me forty. But it uh, it loosely paraphrased. It's like the valleys will teach you stuff that the mountaintops never will. And like, I kind of think if I look at me life, like the times when I was riding high, so post jungle win or like when I just got engaged or whatever, like you, there's a tendency to just coast along and, and it's easy to be nice and it, it, it's easy to be kind and happy and all things when things are going your way. You don't really learn anything about yourself. You just coast. But you know, like I look at me life when things were hard, like when my relationship did break up or when people didn't really like who the person who they thought I was on the TV and stuff. And actually, those moments are when I found out what I was truly made of, they were where I learned to be brave, where I learned to be strong, where I realised who my real friends were and how much determination and grit I actually had. So I wouldn't be the same person I am today if I hadn't had a couple of grazed knees. And I know they're not nice. Nobody likes them. But they make you they make you stronger, they make you better, they, they make you a more interesting, well-rounded person. No, yeah, you're absolutely right, Vicky, honestly. And I think that we've sort of been on the periphery watching you on your journey. It has been so lovely to watch. And, and I think as well, you know, that for people in the media and, and for yourself, it is really, really difficult to... I'm using the word reinvent, but I actually know that the person that we've got here today with us is is actually the one that was underneath all those layers. Um, however, <laughs> it's not more. Of, it's not a reinvention. <laughs> it's more like 
shaking off this facade and becoming real. Yeah, but that, but I think that when yeah. when we have that facade, we forget who we are ourselves to a degree, don't you think? You can't lose sight of it, yeah. 110%. Like, I got so carried away in being what I thought everybody wanted me to be. I completely lost who I actually was. And it was super painful for the people who loved me the most, like my mum, my sister, and my friends who I've had since I was a kid, to watch this, like, really kind, compassionate very oversensitive person like just vanish before their very eyes and this like really brash aggressive defensive young girl and I know I was going through a lot and I was trying to navigate something that I didn't really have the tools to navigate but ultimately like I just really lost myself and became a caricature of myself I always say it like yes I can be loud and I can swear and I am so opinionated like that's never gonna change but I just wasn't that person and I lost all the things I liked about myself in a desperate attempt to get attention and notoriety and that is one of the hardest things I learned in reality tv is and that I've spent like the last like five to seven years I'd say probably trying to claw back is I'll never ever sort of sacrifice respect for attention again. But do you know what, Vicky? I think every young person would do exactly the same. And and it's not because you decided to do that because you just wanted to be that kind of person. It wasn't a decision. It was it was a kind of a um, a forced growth. It's an evolution. It was it was, but it wasn't who you were, which is why there was this kind of internal conflict within yourself. And and so few people get the chance to have a second chance, particularly in the media. And yet that person that that was in the past, I don't think anybody's even interested anymore because they now realise that the real Vicky Patterson is this person that's before us who's who's really smart, who's really funny, who's really talented, who's really kind. And, I mean, we know you so well. And, and, and super real. And, and super I, real. I actually feel bad. When I said to you about Georgia Shore, I feel bad even mentioning that because that is so far away from you that why should I bring that up? But I, I only mentioned it so people can realise that that was a setback. And but you've but it but it was it, also also a good thing because so many opportunities have come from that, and you wouldn't have got into the jungle had you not, and you wouldn't have inspired. I mean, to this very day on your Instagram, Nick, even in our therapy sessions, and you probably don't know this, Vicky, but in our you therapy don't? I don't sessions. Think so. We often use your Instagram to show people that it's okay to be the person that you are. And I know that you do a lot of photographs before and after with without makeup. I show them a lot. And, and, and we do, and Nick does, he shows them a lot. And he'll, and he'll say, you know, look, because so many people use social media as this comparison. And what you're saying, you highlight to, to people, to young people, look, what you're seeing, don't, don't try and be what you're seeing on social media because not all of it is just quite real. So like I say, you don't even know the fact that we use you in our therapy session, your Instagram, because it is just so powerful. But honestly, like I, I couldn't be this like happy, well-adjusted, super content little bear if it wasn't for all of our lovely sessions, guys. Like I'm, I, I'm writing a book at the moment, it's nearly finished and you guys get like completely name-checked and so much credit goes to you for what I've got now, who I am now, like, still to this day, like, I remember, like, I know I see you regularly, but I remember bits you taught us in that first ever session, like, I couldn't do what I do on social media and supposedly help people if you didn't help me, so thank you, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Ah, well, thank you, Vic, and we really appreciate you coming to, to join us on our, on our podcast. And I love the fact that you've done a book, and I've got to tell you, I don't know if you've ever considered why escape convicts 
make really bad writers. Do you know that? I didn't know. Escape convicts make really bad writers because they just never finish the sentences. <laughs> Good luck with that, Eva. I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> We can't wait to welcome you back into our home again next week. And in the meantime, make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast on your favourite app. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a rating and a review. Uh, But only if it's five star, of course. (laughs) We really love hearing from you and how you've implemented some of our advice in your own life. Yep. And if you want to say hello or even come on the podcast for a chat with us, then you can get in touch with us on Facebook, which is The Speakman's Official or on our Instagram, which is at the Speakmans, and on Twitter, which is the underscore Speakmans. So make sure that you're using that hashtag, making the change. Thank you so much again to our wonderful and lovely friend, Vicky Patterson, and also our producer, Anuska Tay. Who's and also lovely. She certainly is. They're just without saying either. Yep. And for Orion Publishing Limited, and to you, of course, for listening. So until next week, keep, keep making, making the, the change. change. Bye. This podcast is not a substitute for medical or psychological intervention, nor is the content intended to replace therapy or medical help or advice. We would therefore always strongly encourage you to speak with your doctor or a health professional about how you are. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Feeling and also to inquire about counseling or therapy.